What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Full Court Blitz Sports Show. Um, it's been a it's been a very long time. I believe it's been since October eighth. I want to say it is now October thirtieth. I, I I missed pretty much a whole month. Um, I do apologize for that. I uh, do again. I do realize it's been a very long time, but it is October thirtieth. On a Friday afternoon, 3 p.m. when I am recording this. I hope you all are having an amazing day. I know I am because my birthday is tomorrow. Um, I, I plan on having a... I, I posted this on Facebook already. And I'll post it again when I'm about to do it. But um, later today, around... I don't know maybe 5 6 o'clock p.m. central standard time i will be doing a live stream on youtube or at least attempt to i did get a webcam a while back so i will be able to use that but yeah i hope you all are doing well i i, I kind of noticed that you guys broke the goal i had of 650 plays uh, that is now up to 600, I have to look at my phone, because I don't quite remember the number, <laughs> um, but, you know, you guys are, you, you guys have been doing incredible for the, with the support every time I've uploaded I, I realized that the last time I uploaded October eighth, that's just got not, it's got not eight, it's now got eight plays. So you guys are doing wonder. You guys are just going crazy with the support. I, I love you guys a lot. The support is incredible. Um, I, I do realize that without you guys, this podcast would be nowhere. And you know, I wouldn't be able to make these crazy goals that I didn't even think I would. That you know, we would be surpassing if it wasn't for you guys but um the the goal was 650 plays you guys got it to 666 so this is you know this is awesome it's crazy again i wouldn't be able to make these 650 you know the like the most recent one i wouldn't be able to make the 650 play goal if it wasn't for you guys so again thank you guys so much um really thank you guys a lot you, you guys are really just awesome so, um, but yeah, so if you guys would like to, I, I realize I'm talking a little bit, you know, I realize I'm rambling on here, but, um, if you guys would, uh, like to join that live later, um, please join. It would be cool to interact with you guys as well. It would definitely be awesome. Uh, this will be my first live stream I've ever done since having the podcast. So this would be really, really cool. Um, another thing I wanted to say too, the last thing before we get into this is another reason why I was kind of not uploading is because for a while I've had the coronavirus. So I did test positive about maybe eight, nine days ago now. So I've been having it. I, I've been, you know, I've been fine, but uh, we're getting through and uh, I feel good enough to do a podcast today. So with all that being said, though, I think we should get right into this. It's it's not going to be a real long. I didn't really anticipate it to be. 
I realized that Spotify or Anchor's now got a new update that they put out, and I can now add Spotify music. So that'll be pretty cool. But um, yeah, let's get right into it now. Also, the first thing we got here, and this will all be NFL stuff, so um, it'll also be mainly things that have to do with this upcoming Sunday, week eight of the NFL season. So these will all be things that have to correlate with the NFL, so just keep that in mind. But anyway, Aaron Jones with a calf injury is now ruled out for Sunday versus the Vikings. And now keep in mind, you know, these games, you know, whenever the Packers play the Vikings, they play the Bears, they play the Lions, these games are always so tough. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when the Patriots play the Jets or the Dolphins. You know, they'll, the Dolphins, Jets, Bills, they'll all play shitty against other teams. You know, they face New England and they give them a hell of a time. So, it's kind of like this, you know, what, you know what I mean? So, it'll be a tough game. But I think with how Green Bay's been playing this year, what are they now? I believe they are 6-1. and one. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me let me double check that real fast. I want to say that they're six and one. Hold on, six and one, I believe. Um, five and one. My bad. My bad. Five and one. Packers are five and one, but that doesn't mean anything. No matter with how with how they've been playing, though, I feel like they'll be fine. You know, they've done, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's having arguably one of his best career, you know, one of his best seasons of his career. You know, I, I haven't seen, me personally, I don't believe I've seen this kind of competitive, well, Aaron Rodgers is always competitive. I haven't seen this type of play, you know, this type of laser focus, the type of fun, you know, the confidence and the the confidence in his teammates. I haven't seen any of that really since the run, since the 2011 run, Super Bowl run that they when they went in the year that they went ahead and beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. I haven't seen this this type of play from Aaron Rodgers. You know, I haven't had him really have. I haven't really seen him have fun, so called fun. Well, not so-called fun, but I haven't seen him really have like fun playing football. I haven't had, a, I haven't really seen him have a whole lot of confidence in his teammates, and really or anything. And I haven't really seen much click since then till now. So, and I'm seeing all that this year, and um, it's kind of hard to explain, but I, I hope you guys get what I mean. Um, but yeah, you know. He he's just having you know he's having a hell of a a hell of a season this year you know what I mean, and so I think for that reason being without Aaron Jones will be fine. It is a key part. He is a key part to their offense, but I think overall, I think overall they'll be fine. Uh, I I kind of feel like a little bit this year that the Vikings have had problems trying to start trying to stop the run, and um. And certain games, you know, and it's not every game, but certain games I've seen them have, and I can't remember on the top of my head what against what team, but I, I believe it was only a couple weeks ago that they had that problem. 
But uh, correct me if I'm wrong as well. I could be wrong, but I, I thought I remember. Unless that might have been last year. I don't. I don't exactly remember. But I. I. I what I. What I thought was a game this year where the Vikings were having an incredibly hard time stopping the run. Now keep in mind again, this is a a, a rival game, so a rivalry game, so how they played how they played trying to stop the run in a different game might not even happen this game. You know, they do play a lot of these you know, rivalry games always play really, really good and they're always hard to they're always really hard games to win, so you know, that might not even affect them. So, but I'm looking for Jamal Williams to get the split between him and who was the other guy I was going to say? I believe Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon will be getting, um, will be getting the split here on Sunday. You know the split for snaps. Uh, Tyler Irvin may get you know may may get a little bit in there, but I'm I'm expecting Jamal Williams to probably go ahead and start, and they'll probably have AJ Dillon. You know they'll probably do fifty fifty snaps that day, and Tyler Irvin maybe doing a couple couple snaps, so he might get a little bit. But um, yeah. So there's that. Again, kind of already. You know, kind of, kind of already let you know what's going on there. So, again, Aaron Jones calf ruled out this Sunday versus the Vikings week eight. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, next up here we have Delvin Cook, or excuse me, Vikings running back Delvin Cook growing with a growing injury, questionable to play versus Packers. Now, you know, like like most games and like most teams. This type of, you know, whenever they say questionable, it nine times about a ten means that they're going to play. Uh, questionable essentially to me just means that it's going to come down to game time decision. And that's, again, nine times out of ten, that's usually what happens. Um, you know, a team will say questionable to a guy or to one of their players that maybe sustained an injury in practice or, you know, a game or something, and it injured it more in a practice coming off the week of that game, or whatever, and they'll say that, you know, early on in the week, <coughs> excuse me, they'll say that early on in the week, and then it'll come all the way down to a game time decision of that same day of the game, so this will most likely, you know, based on that type of history, this will most likely be a game time decision, and if it is the case of Dalvin Cook being out, well, then this is a very, very interesting game because, you know, without anything even happening, because next thing you know, you'll be looking at a game where they're already bitter rivals. They already hate each other. And then you've already got guys like two star running backs out and Dalvin Cook for the Vikings and, um, Aaron Jones for the Packers. So if that if that's the if you know if that's the case, then these games are gonna be really really this game is gonna be very, very close. Um so yeah. Again, questionable Delvin Cook. He um 
I believe he injured this last week, I want to say. Nope, he injured. Oh, wait, no, that was my fault. He uh, didn't even play weeks. Wait, hold up. Yeah, okay. I read that wrong. My bad. It says Delvin Cook, again, just to, to ref kind of refresh you guys. Delvin Cook misses Vikings week six. Missed the Vikings week six loss to the to the Falcons due to a growing injury. Uh, the team's bye week. The Falcons bye week. Oh, my God. Falcons. The Vikings bye week. Should have helped Delvin Cook get healthy again for a return for the game against the Packers. Hopefully. Uh, well, the Vikings officially listed Cook, Cook as questionable. Coach Mike Zimmer noted Friday that there should be no limit on Cook's workload Sunday at Green Bay. So that almost sounds like, and again, usually a game 10 decision. It's usually a means yes, though. Nine times out of 10. Uh, he was limited in practice this week, but should be ready to resume his workhorse role in the Vikings' backfield. Cook has generated 489 yards on 92 carries with seven rushing scores, while adding 12 catches for 64 yards through the air. So, that should really tell you about how they feel about Delvin Cook and how he really fits into that offense. He's definitely needed uh, in that offense. And, um, so yeah, that, that, you know, again, that's what would make the game so interesting if they, should they go the route of not playing him. And the only reason why I would assume they wouldn't play him, and it's going to be, trust me, it's going to be very, very close here, but the only reason why I could see them not playing him is if maybe they saw some sort of setback leading up to Sunday and then they didn't feel comfortable enough to play him because they don't want to risk it getting worse. That's the only way I could see this going downhill. Very, very unlikely, but you never know. Um, again, the only way I see it happening is if there's a minor setback or something, and that little minor setback, all it takes is one snap at practice and re-injures it and makes it even worse. So that's the only way I see it happening. Again, very unlikely, but you never know. But anyway... So, next thing we got here is the Broncos and Vikings, or excuse me, Broncos and Vikings players both have had positive tests for COVID-19. Sunday's games still have yet to be remain unchanged. Kind of surprising considering all the other weeks that there's been positive tests. Uh, the schedule has been flipped around numerous times. <clears throat> and uh, if it happened again, I wouldn't be very surprised. Problem with it this time is it's coming in so late that it, it might affect, you know, that it might not work. Uh, I don't know. It is only a Friday. We have a whole day yet to be able to see something like that happen. So they could still, they might not. Uh, and, and that all kind of, you know, and changing up the schedule, that all determined, you know, that's all determined on who was all around these players that got it, you know, the, the players that got it on the both of uh, both of their respective teams, 
who, who, you know, it wasn't anyone really that close to these people at the time. So, or throughout the time that they feel like they had it. So that all really depends on that really. And, um, well, it also depends on the route the NFL wishes to take with this. You know, do they wish to, do they wish to give these teams, you know, um, a rescheduled date for maybe Monday or Tuesday like they've been doing, or do they not play these games at all? So, you know, that would be a little bit excessive, I feel like, but they might just have to reschedule if they find out anything that, you know, would require it to happen. But um, it doesn't look like, Ian report did report about this, by the way, it doesn't look like they tell who got it. Oh, okay. They did, actually. Okay, so Minnesota linebacker Todd Davis and Denver guard Graham Glasgow tested positive. The two players that tested positive. Uh, Tom Pelissero did report about that part. Also adding that both players were added to the reserve COVID-19 list by their respective teams. Two other players who were in close contacts with Glasgow are currently in isolation until further review. And if they can come back, they will. Broncos will participate in virtual meetings Friday with practice being postponed to Saturday. James Palmer did report about this. Denver also released the following statement. I will go ahead and read this for you guys. Uh, this was given by the team. Okay, so... Quote, we were informed early this morning that a Broncos player has tested positive for COVID-19. The players at home in self-isolation, along with two other players who were determined to be close contacts. Our organization, organization, which has been operating under the league's intensive protocols, is in consultation with NFL and taking guidance from medical experts. As a precaution, we have made the decision to postpone today's practice and conduct virtual meetings in preparation for Sunday's game against the Chargers, the team is scheduled to return in to UC Health Training Center for practice tomorrow. The health and safety of the players, coaches, and staff will continue to be of the highest priority, end quote. So, you know, hopefully the two other players that were sent home, they did not list those two players as of yet. Uh, they might not do it at all unless they get the virus, but... um. Yeah, hopefully those two guys don't get it, because if they do, then they might end up, uh, you know, they might end up having to reschedule if there ends up being a quick outbreak in that, you know, that Broncos uh, facility. So hopefully nothing else comes of that. Hopefully everything comes out okay. And uh, they can quickly move on here. But um, that's going to quickly wrap up that as we can move on now to the next thing on our list. Anyway. Okay, so Ravens, this was also of today too. Most of this is from today. Or all of it is actually. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's all from, well, not all. Well, one thing from yesterday actually. Anyway. Next thing we got here is Ravens signing, re-signing Ronnie Staley to a five-year, $98.75 million contract extension. So, left tackle Ronnie Stanley through the 2025 season is now locked up. 
Um, again, worth $98.75 million in new money with a max value of $100 million per NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport. Added to his 2020 salary and the deal, or add in his 2020 salary, and the deal comes to $112.866 million in max value with $58 million in new guarantees and $65.569 million in total guarantees, including this year. Stanley will earn a whopping $47.116 million by March 31st, 2021. Stanley gets $22.5 million in a signing bonus with a $16.25 million option bonus received by March. His deal also comes with $1.25 million in Pro Bowl incentives each year. The $19.75 million per year itself makes and new money makes Stanley the second highest paid offensive lineman in the NFL. Laramie Tunsil's $22 million per year deal on three years is the only higher contract for an offensive lineman Stanley's I think that I think what you know really makes this contract signing cool is the fact that you know you may be like oh well we see these high you know these high contracts all the time you really don't see it for a lineman though you know what I mean like you always see it for you know all you really hear about today is you know, these, these types of contracts for a quarterback, a wide receiver, a running back, tight ends. You don't ever really hear about this for, you know, cornerbacks. You don't ever really hear about this for offensive linemen. And I think that's what makes this contract particularly cool, that and Laramie Tunsil's. You just don't see these anymore uh, or at all, really. And uh, that's what makes it really, really cool to see. So that's really, really cool. I do have his stats, though, real fast. Uh, just to kind of give you guys a, a, a you know, a, um, just to kind of give you guys a look to see at what it's, you know, what, how he really is, how he really plays and stuff. So just kind of give you a quick look at him. So through five games this year, or excuse me, he's played five games. Uh, this is all for 2020 as well. So he's played five games already. Five game starts, 291 uh, offensive snaps participated in. Uh, nothing really. Let me go to 2019. I guess there's not really anything else. Tackles aren't that, you know, they aren't that spectacular when it comes to, you know, a, a tackles. Stats are never outstanding, but, you know, I just kind of decided to toss it in there. So, uh, next thing I've got here is Mike McCarthy is now preparing quarterback Danucci to start versus Eagles with Dalton in concussion protocol uh, after this past Sunday taking that hit. So, Mike McCarthy told... 105.3 The Fan on Friday morning, a radio show that Dalton remains, Andy Dalton remains in concussion protocol, and the car and the Cowboys are preparing as if Ben DiNucci will start Sunday night against the Eagles. Uh, the final decision will come on Saturday. I haven't heard anything yet, today yet. 
But if Dalton is still this deep in protocol, the odds of him being ready for Sunday are extremely low. Excuse me. Uh, Dalton suffered the concussion after taking a massive hit to the head from linebacker John Bostick in Sunday's loss to the Washington football team. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to prepare for Danucci possibly playing. They're, they're going to prepare as if he's playing. Uh, assuming, you know, that alone just sounds like he ain't going to, you know, he's going to play. He's going to be starting. So, you know, th- this will be interesting game on Sunday, this Sunday, to see what happens here with Ben Danucci. And uh, good luck to the young kid. Anyway, hold on. Hold on. Um, anyway, okay. I thought I was missing something. Anyway, last thing I got here is Patriots quarter, Patriots quarter, Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman undergoes knee surgery, will miss game at Bills. This was yesterday, October 29th. Uh, I'm going to also toss in the fact that, you know, shout out to Adam Schefter, putting out that uh, Nikhil Harry is also ruled, officially ruled as out for Sunday's game as well. So both Edelman and Nikhil Harry will both be out Sunday. Uh, I will have that article linked down below in the description. Again, guys, that is all I got for today. Thank you guys so much for the support on the podcast. Once again, you guys are awesome. Uh, keep killing it with the support. Again, I couldn't do any of this without you guys. 650 plays was the goal. 666 currently. Uh, my next goal, honestly, at this point, a thousand. A thousand plays is my next goal. Again, guys, that's all I got for today. This has been the Full Court Blitz Sports Show. And uh, yeah, peace out.